podcast for those who suffer, which is everyone. It's a space where we can speak honestly about what it feels like to be in desolate places without losing hope. Welcome to In the Thicket. Hello. Hey. Hi. Get by me love. What's yeah. your, Wait, are we what's the immediate? Sure. Yeah. What's know. your, okay. what's your like, okay, love, love songs. What's the first thing? Oh my gosh. I think it's you just know what love, it is? love, love, love. You know, good one. Yeah. Like, yeah. Cause yeah. it's just yeah. Yeah. love. Okay. So I'm, I'm a music therapist. I'm a neurologic music therapist, I should say. Um, and one of the songs that we, when we were working with older adults was used a lot in my master's was, mm-hmm. um, at can't help falling in love with you, Elvis Presley, oh, you know? Oh yes. And, uh, and often it will just pop into my head just randomly. It's kind of like in the, uh, you know, in, in the movie Inside Out, the Pixar movie about the emotions, yeah. and yes. there's like there's a scene where the or not a scene, but just like randomly in the movie, this like I think a dental commercial or something like plays in the guy's mind. So for me, that's "Can't Help Falling in Love" by Elvis Presley, and it plays oh, sometimes right. at really strange moments, you know. But that's yeah, funny. that's true. Uh, when that I think of that song, I just like it, like it sort of like makes you want to like waltz or something. Like immediately, like it sort of kind of is like it gets you in slow dance mode. Like right yeah, away. totally. You know, totally. yeah, right that's away. true. <laughs> I feel like there's some kind of commercial or something that I've seen that uses that song because every time I hear that song, I can't help. Then immediately it makes me want to buy something. Like I don't know <laughs> what. Like I don't even know what that impulse is directed. Is that your towards? Elvis impression? Also, I just want to say. Yes. You sound like a really old British woman. I sound like stroke victim Hmm. Elvis. That's what I sound a little bit like. Oh boy. Oh man. But you know, okay, so well, I mean, just to introduce us to today's topic, in case you hadn't guessed by the title of this episode (laughs) or the way we are singing love songs, Mm -hmm. we are talking about Valentine's Day, the good, the bad, and the lonely. Um, Yes. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) super fun topic. Super fun topic. So uh, we thought that, you know, instead of just saying like, oh, hey, how are you this week? Uh, We would start with like Valentine's Day. What does it mean to you? Mm-hmm. What's mm-hmm. your like, mm-hmm. you know, what's oh, your what's yeah. your love of story with Valentine's Day? Mm. <laughs> That's such a good question. It is. You know what? I have I feel like when I was Kate, okay, so this is Valentine's Day when I was growing up. Okay. Mm-hmm. So February 14th, um, we'd wake up in the morning and we'd come out, you know, into the kitchen or whatever. And my dad um, and my mom too, but it was like, I don't know, often it was just like from my dad would have like, there'd be a Valentine's day card from both my parents. And then there would be like flowers from my dad. That's what it was. Aww. Or sometimes chocolate. There'd be like some kind That's of cute. little gift, um, of our parents just telling us how much they loved us and their daughters, how beautiful they are, we are Aww. and all these things, you know? So um, and cute. my brother, I'm sure they told him nice things too. Probably not how beautiful he is, although he's a good looking guy. So anyways, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so it was always this like really positive thing. I always was excited for Valentine's Day and thought it was beautiful. And my dad would always get my mom flowers. And so it just always was just like, oh yeah, this is a beautiful day. Like this is a day mm-hmm. when we tell each other how much we love each other, even though we do that already, but we are intentional about it. Um, mm-hmm. Nice. So yeah, and it wasn't until later in my life that I realized there's 
it's a little more complex than that. <laughs> right. <laughs> like yeah. but, uh, or whatever. Like, it was yeah, just exactly. like you didn't clue into the romance part of it. Right, right, right. Mm. Or yeah. just like, I think I did. I, I knew like, oh, okay. oh yeah, this is like, you know, and then when I, you know, when I grow up someday and I have a boyfriend or a husband, right. we'll That's go right. and we'll have dinner and it'll be magical and perfect. That's that was right. like my yes. assumption. Right. You know? right. Of course. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 You didn't imagine the Valentine's days where that may not have necessarily right. been the case. Obviously right. not. Yeah. No, when you're a kid, you're like, that's not how life works. It's no. It ends it's up with exactly a tiara like, and a, yeah, a yeah, glass yeah, yeah, slipper. Yeah. That's what uh-huh. happens. Mm-hmm. Yep. Did you guys ever do the thing when you were in elementary school? Like, did your classes do the thing with the Valentine's Day cards? And you had, oh, like, when yeah. I was young, we had, everybody would get a bag that you decorated with your name and whatever other red hearts or whatever, um, stickers or things like that. And you'd hang it on your desk and then everybody in the class would go around and put Valentine's or like candy or things at other people's desks. Like a number of my classes did that. Um, but I always remember my mom, like we would go out and we'd have to buy Valentine's because the teacher would basically send home a class list with all the names right? so that the parents could help their kids. Yeah. Like do one for everybody because otherwise it would just be disastrous. Like you'd only give them to like your best friend. And then there would be like the one kid in class who, you know, is like bully or like not the cool kid or something who would just end up with like nothing. So it was like very, it was like politically Mm -hmm. charged, you know, but (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah, I'm glad that they, they didn't let like the one, Yes. lonely kid yeah. feel yeah. extra lonely that yeah, day that's like right. that yeah good. yeah and I'm my sure favorite was, one yeah or oh, I was gonna say my oh. favorite one was like a I got a Simpsons one one time that said mm. I choo choo choose you <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh yeah remember it right too. Like, you're like I love that is great yeah yeah because there was an episode where Ralph um and gave one to Lisa I think and it said I choo choo mm. choose you and mm. uh yeah so nice Good time. That just reminds me of those little like heart, the what do they call those candies with the, the Oh right. The, the writing on them or whatever. On them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't like those candies. I know some people love them, but like they just taste like chalk to me. And, yeah. Like I just can't. That's not Agreed. the candy I can yes. get. I think they yeah. went bankrupt Sorry. or something. Anyway, oh, no. maybe. Yeah. That's kind of really <laughs> tragic. <laughs> How about Sorry, you, Rachel? Everyone. What was yeah. your what was your like growing up with Valentine's Day? Mm-hmm. You know what? Mm-hmm. I think I always thought it was kind of cheesy when I was a kid. I was like, I didn't really get it. I was like, and because maybe because like romance when I was a kid wasn't really like, you know, I was like, whatever, you gross. So I didn't really, (laughs) it just seemed gross and cheesy to me. And then I think, well, I remember very distinctly because I'm the oldest in my family. So my siblings were quite a bit younger at this point. And I think I was in high school. We came home and my mom had like, just wanted to just kind of like love on us. I mean, he just had, she had this like beautiful dinner and Mm. all this stuff. And, and that day I remember not really appreciating it very much. And I remember having a chat with her where she kind of talked about it a little bit more. And I was like, Oh, that was like a really like an act of love. Like she really loved. Mm. And that sort of was when I think it sort of became more important to me. I was like, wow, that's so awesome that my mom Mm -hmm. like chose to do that. But I was like, I'm a lot older when that kind of hit. And, but so it was more like, I appreciated people expressing, like you said, Nicole, like genuine, authentic, like love for the ones that they care about. Um, but I don't think I really thought that much about the romantic side of things like at all. Like I Mm. literally don't even think I thought about it at all until probably more, even more recently in my life, like my late twenties is probably when I was like, sure. Oh, this is an interesting day that I have different emotions about now. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, yeah. But like most uh-huh. of my life, I think I didn't really 
think too much about it, to be honest. Yeah. Which yeah. I mean, leads us yeah. into, cause you know that there's a, there's another acronym for Valentine's day. I'm not sure if you're aware of, but it's called sad, um, <laughs> singles, <laughs> singles appreciation day, sad. singles awareness, you know the acronym. singles That's awareness. Hilarious. Oh yeah. Singles awareness singles day. Awareness sad. Day. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I never <laughs> actually realized it was the acronym. I thought you were just being really dramatic or it's just the, an acronym. Yeah. Sad. Sad. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, this yeah. is partially why we want to do the episode, right? Mm-hmm. Is because, because I don't know, Valentine's day comes around and there's, you know, all the, all the, um, diamond commercials on television, oh, yeah, <laughs> like, show right. her you care with bling. And then yeah, right. the, you know, you see this stuff in the store, like as soon as Christmas happens and then it's done mm-hmm. and then it's like Valentine's mm-hmm. day stuff is in the store. And then, right. yeah. And it's just the, you know, the Hallmark movies and all of that, but like, but really it's not all, it's not no, all it's, flowers and chocolate and, but at the same time, it's not all fluffy. Yeah. But we didn't want to just have an episode of being like, let's crap on Valentine's day because yeah, it's the worst and commercialization and blah, blah, blah. Because, because really like love is good. So yes. <laughs> <laughs> celebrating love and relationships yeah. is uh, not all bad, you know? Right. Yeah. And, and totally. I think like, you know, an argument for Valentine's or that, you know, an argument against Valentine's Day that I often hear is, well, like, why is this just one day a year? We're supposed to show your love. Like, why you should be loving every day. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, true. But I often think it's the same for prayer. Like we say we're supposed to pray always, but you can't pray always unless you pray sometimes, right. like intentionally, yeah. right? So mm-hmm. it's like it's yeah. like a day, maybe we should have more of these days, but like where you're like mm-hmm. reminded to intentionally show love to the people in your life. I don't know. Yeah. I, I yeah, like it's that. True. I think it's, it's true. true. I mean, and I always thought of the, like, I was always like, like there is a St. Valentine story, you know, like mm-hmm. there is right. kind of a tradition to the day, like that doesn't, mm. that we don't talk about, but like not even over theologizing it, but just like, yeah, it's like a cool tradition. I think it can be thought of story as like a cool tradition that came out of like an intense story. Right. You mm-hmm. know, whether yes, I know sure. there's like and Whether just to be clear, totally yes, today's episode is not on St. Valentine, the person, and, yeah. you know, anything like that. Right. It's just on kind of like the more broadly, I guess, cultural St. Valentine or well, Valentine's yeah, Day kind of thing. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, I think when I was a kid, we did that because I went to Catholic school. Like we learned the, we learned like the tradition, like the story behind it and mm-hmm. how he was marrying people. And I think that actually did make me be like, oh, it, there's like some substance underneath mm-hmm. the chocolate and flowers and stuff like there is right. a recognition yeah, yeah, yeah. of like there's what love actually is you know like mm-hmm. anyway mm-hmm. Yeah. whether that yeah. I know there's like whether it's true or not or it's like folklore yeah. or whatever totally yeah yeah but, yeah 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 good okay well yeah. so here's the question for us then we wanted to we wanted to basically share kind of some of our own experiences with maybe the not so happy parts of valentine's day to put a little bit of a voice to that especially Mm -hmm. if there are people this year um who might be having a real struggle with valentine's day or who it's a struggle for in general so um yeah so i i think when we were when we were thinking about the actual topic of valentine's day the thing that actually came first to mind for me was was vocation actually, because Mm. for a number of years, um, for a number of years, I was like discerning my vocation and it was actually a really painful experience in a lot of ways because I felt kind of called to consecrated life, but then it seemed like the Lord was shutting all of those doors and like, no, like he was saying, I don't want you, which is not at all what he was saying or even, and I Mm. knew he wasn't saying that, but it was like, Hmm. 
why aren't these doors opening then? Like, if you're calling me to this life, like, why does it feel like everything is shutting in front of me? And Mm. so then Valentine's Day would roll around every year. And it was like every insecurity or every doubt that I had Mm. would be kind of like on display, you know, like right right in front of me, like either, um, like either, you know, maybe your vocation is not to consecrated life. And so then there would be like a doubt of like, am I hearing the Lord? correctly or no or and so that was like painful um but then also even in times when when I wasn't really discerning consecrated life then it like rolls around and I'm like I'm single I'm getting older like what's wrong with me like Mm -hmm. that was kind of the thing of like Mm -hmm. why does nobody want me and so that in some ways was like a number of years of just that being the thought, whether it was because of vocation or because of not being in a relationship or something, but like, why does nobody want me? Why does nobody mm-hmm. want me? You know, which is really painful. Yeah. 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 hundred mm-hmm. percent. Yeah. And there's definitely, sense. I think that's a feeling a lot of people that are single. So like now you're in your vocation, Erin, which mm-hmm. is, which is still different. Like, you know, it's still interesting I mean, I'm kind of curious about like as a consecrated person, like married to Jesus, like how would you celebrate Valentine's Day, you know? Mm, yeah. Like that's actually a really good question because last February was my first February mm-hmm. as a consecrated person, like mar- being a spouse of Christ, you know? Right. And nothing happened. So <laughs> like, and I, like, that's even the Aww. thing too of like, okay, Lord, like you romancing me, like, what will you send me? What kind of <laughs> gifts? So, you know, and it was like, yeah, it was nothing. So in a way, I think it was kind of disappointing in some senses, but but there was, for me, there was also kind of a, a part of it, like I was talking to my spiritual director about it, about the, like the realness of, of a relationship, like even being, you know, spouse of Christ or whatever, like it's kind of similar to a marriage in the sense that it's not, um, like it's very real, like, mm-hmm. like our, our, like the love or the relationship or whatever is not just built on these kind of, I don't know, um, like surface level acts in the same way, but it was kind of comforting to see that there's a a greater stability in the relationship there that doesn't need kind of some of these externalities that are, that are not really like, I know the love is there and I know the relationship is there and nothing can change that. So then in some ways it was feeling, yeah, it was kind of like a, kind of like Mm. an affirmation of that. So the absence of Mm. things made me look at that and realize that there was something Mm. much deeper than, Hmm. you know, just kind of longing for like, you know, when St. Therese sends you roses or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Like there's something deeper than that, you know? Yeah, that's beautiful too. That's so beautiful. Mm -hmm. I remember, Erin, you talking about that and um, just like I think in general last year, maybe not specifically about Valentine's Day, but definitely Mm -hmm. relates. And just being like, okay, like in your first year of this, like, you know, sort of marriage as it were with the Lord, um, that it was it was a little rocky and it was a little empty at times and realizing like, okay, there's like, yeah, that there can be this, the realness of that and like a little bit of that um, emptiness and loneliness and that, yeah. but that how beautiful your love is for the Lord, that you're not seeking, you're not just in this relationship with the Lord and this consecration for the the joy and the, and the kind of consolation, but you're, you know, there's that commitment and love there um, that you get to live out in this vocation similar yeah. to what somebody might go through in a marriage where you, you know, go through, you know, tricky times and you're, you're choosing to love and then you, yeah. you know, have different seasons. Right. So yeah. I think that's yeah. really beautiful. Yeah. I actually realized too, because even 
like couples that I would know from Newman or friends or things like that, it seems like couples, when they get married, it's either like one of two things, either they go through some crazy crap together before they get engaged and then married. And then, you know, they experience kind of like, I don't know, honeymoon stage or something like that. Or it kind of happens that it's like more honeymoon leading up to the engagement. And then the first, you know, year of marriage has like, cause you have to wade through crap regardless, you know? So, yeah. so then I, kind of realized that that was like what it was like for me you know like there was some honeymoon leading up to leading up to my consecration but then after that it was like yeah there's been a lot of wading through crap but there's like at at, in some sense it's just very um stable because I know Hmm. that it can't be taken back you know like I know my voice my vocation will never change like it will never Mm -hmm. change there's nothing Mm -hmm. that I can do to change it or Mm -hmm. you know so it's like I'm okay to be broken or wounded or like messy or whatever because Mm -hmm. you know yeah so there's been a real gift in that for sure that's really beautiful yeah 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 what about you Rachel what's been your some of your other Um, experiences yeah, Valentine's, Valentine's Day experiences. Yeah, I think so like I said I kind of wasn't really I, I really I don't know if I'm missing that gene or something like that because I actually I love like romantic movies and like I love romance. It's not that I don't love romance, but I just maybe I'm not a, I don't like cheesiness. I don't know what it is, but I was just like, "Eh, whatever, like flowers, chocolate, like who cares?" I didn't really miss cuz I've been most Valentine's Day is full disclosure. I've been a single person. Like there's not been a lot of times where I've been in a relationship during Valentine's Day. So yeah, so I I didn't really miss it. I didn't really think much of it. Um, but then, yeah, probably about like five years ago, because I'm in my early 30s now. So like when I was starting getting getting into my late 20s, I was like, I think it just in general, I was like, what is happening? Like, because I think I just always assumed that whatever my vocation was, whether it was marriage or religious life or whatever it was. Like I was always open and, you know, thinking about it and the Lord would just kind of, it would happen. It would, by the time I was 30, for sure, it was going to happen. Like I didn't even doubt that at all. So mm. as I was approaching 30, I was like, wait, it's not happened yet. And it doesn't feel, and at that time, like I was going through so much other stuff in my professional life and with my health that like, it, like being in a relationship or pursuing that or pursuing a come and see was like, just not even on the like not even possible for me at that time. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's not happened and it doesn't look like it's going to happen really anytime soon. And then all of these things started to become more like glaring in my life where I was like, oh, Valentine's Day. And especially, I think, especially when like all of my um, peers were married with like three children or like mm-hmm. my younger siblings who were quite a bit younger than me were like in serious relationships that were heading towards marriage. And I was like, I was like, oh my goodness, like it's ha- like it's happening all around me, but like it's not happening to me. And I think that was very, very like kind of the feeling of like, well, what's wrong with me? But not even mm-hmm. because I was like, why won't anyone choose me? It was just kind of like, why can everybody else, why is this so easy for everyone? <laughs> like it seems mm-hmm. like it's just yeah. happened for everyone else. And like, I just, I don't feel like I did anything different with my life that it wouldn't have happened for me. And mm-hmm. so- it was like just genuine, like, I don't, like, I was just so kind of thrown by that um, mm. fact. So yeah, I would say Valentine's Day became harder then, but even then it wasn't like just Valentine's Day. It was just like in general what I was going through. And mm. then I think like as the years went on with living with kind of this journey, the rest of the year did get a bit easier, but Valentine's Day is 
kind of poignant, mm. you know? So then mm, it would yeah. become a little bit more difficult than I had in the past. Um, yeah. So I would say, yeah, I think in general, I'm, I'm not super crushed being single on Valentine's day, but there are, there have been Valentine's days specifically where I have felt super crushed <laughs> mm. to kind of put it mildly, maybe we'll say like, you know, um, <laughs> right. but, I, but yeah, but I'm somebody who, yeah, who just, I think like hides that decently well. So it's not necessarily, and that's the other thing, actually, when you're feeling super crushed and super mm. alone, you don't really, especially in this context, you don't really have a space in which you can talk about that. Cause you don't want to crap on everybody else's fun. Kind of like the Christmas thing we talked about, right, like yeah. people are yeah. enjoying, and that's a good thing, right? Like I, I don't look at people in relationships or in marriage or whatever and, and resent them. Like I'm grateful. Like that is a good thing that that's happening. And so I don't want to take away from that with my experience, which mm. is very, very, very different. And so there isn't really a place other than like on your own in your room or in your house or whatever <laughs> to like, yeah. you know, be like to like drink your wine and eat your chocolates and like (laughs) just cry you know like there isn't like there isn't and like I think and I don't know this is a very girl's perspective I I'm I'm curious about what guy how guys feel about it and I want to say like my experience isn't really it's not about I'm not super I love flowers but I'm not like a pampery kind of person I'm not actually like super into that so it's not like oh my gosh all these girls are getting pampered it's just more like Mm -hmm. a lot of a lot of different things for me but I think it can be different for people you know and that's also totally I feel like there's also some confusion there even in terms of like a Christian perspective because it's true that that like people should be celebrated and stuff but it's also true that Valentine's Day has been very commercialized and so it's yeah, about yeah. like like getting gifts, getting flowers, like mm-hmm. especially for mm-hmm. women, you know, like mm-hmm. like um what is your boyfriend getting right. you or what is your and so there's right. like yeah, there's like something even fundamental in that like that's actually not love yeah, is, right. you know, like part of love, yes, is receiving, receiving love from another person, but, mm-hmm. um, but more so it's like giving yourself away in love, right. you know, like, so, right. Yeah. So I think that's also part of the, even the, it's just a complicated experience, you know, it's not it just is. like, Oh, yeah. you're single and you're sad or like, Oh, this or whatever. But like, yeah. there's also some of that inner conflict yeah. of like, like what love means, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Is it, mm-hmm. am I just looking forward to what am I going to get? And yeah. I'm sad because I'm not getting anything or right. even like just bringing back and what you were saying before of that it can be an opportunity for all of the insecurities we've ever had about, mm-hmm. you know, related to yeah. location or just who we are um, as daughters and sons of God, that all of that stuff comes up, all those insecurities. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I think you're saying like what you guys are saying too, like everyone's experiences are going to be different and be different every year, maybe too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. And I've experienced that. Like it, it is different every year. Yeah. I don't sort of, and I think maybe some people do like dread Valentine's Day. I don't actually dread it, but like every year in the last five years, I would say it's been sort of a different, like, yeah. you know, kettle of fish for me and like what I feel and what's going on in my life. So yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, true. Nicole? Yeah. Yeah. Like I think, you know, okay. So growing up in a family that was very like the Valentine's day was such a lovely kind of event and still is. My parents still mail me a card on Valentine's so day. Cute. I know. And usually like chocolate and it's just, I just always feel so loved by them. Um, it's probably, yeah. One of my favorite parts of Valentine's day still, no matter what <laughs> anything else is going on in my life. Nice. Um, love my parents. But um, yeah, I think that like 
you know, I had many years of, of being single on Valentine's day too. And I was trying to remember, okay, how did I, what did I do during those times? And I realized I don't have super strong memories of it because I think that for many of those years I've been a student or busy working. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so I was just like, well, I'm single it's just and a day. It's just a day Thursday. and I'm going to do my yeah, thing. Exactly. Thursday. Yeah. And so, yeah. And so just kind of just ignoring it and being like, I got the nice things from my parents. I feel loved. Life is good. And you know, whatever. Cause that's, I think that's also classic me of like, I don't really, if there's like deeper stuff going on, I'm like, I don't really want to deal with that if I don't have to. Yeah. So I'm just going to mm-hmm. work on this essay or whatever it is, you know? Um, but I think that the um, sort of, uh, latent expectations came out once I was like kind of, you know, in, in different, like in relationships that I've, that I've been in. And I think I've only been not single on Valentine's day twice. Mm. And so, mm. um, and realizing, and I think, and realizing, I, like, I remember the, the first Valentine's day where I was dating somebody and having these like hopes and expectations for what it would be and not even realizing that I was putting so much like expectation of this in this, but, but that I was, and it wasn't what I hoped it would be. Like it just wasn't, um, you know, and, um, and I remember just feeling just really bummed, just really sad. And, and like, like, Oh, this isn't, I thought this is not what I thought it would be, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and just like the sadness of that. Um, yeah. And, yeah. you know, in a, in a past relationship. And so, and I can remember, and I think that like, even in, um, I'm, uh, you know, in a, in like a relationship that is good. Um, I'm just really, you know, thinking about for myself, if there's expectations of sort of what, well, this is what love is, or, or this is what I expect to get, or this is what I expect this person to do or whatever it is. Like you're, there's always going to be a sense of disappointment, mm-hmm. I think, at least for me. Um, and I feel like the, what I'm uh, like the, the question, this is kind of, I'm just kind of thinking on the top of my head here a little bit, but like the question that I think I need to ask myself too, is like, what can I give? What can mm-hmm. I give on Valentine's mm-hmm. Day? Not what am I going to get? What's it going to give me? What's it, you know, um, but how can I love and who, who am I called to love? Uh, I love that. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. because of, because I do, I find myself, I, I just, man, you know, there's this stereotype where, where women or, or men too are like, you know, I just thought love was like this. And then this mm-hmm. is the type of relationship I needed, but I was so wrong. And now I'm more, you know, but it's so much better. And da, da, da. And I always remember hearing those stories and thinking like, ah, oh, I'm realistic. I'm not like that. Hmm. But, but mm-hmm. like, I feel like there's been a lot of, of, like, I am Lord, like that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Purifying of like my Disney princess mindset, you know? Yeah. So yeah. it's, yeah. uh, yeah. yeah, it's kind of interesting. Yeah. What you also made me think of, um, you know, like people in relationships at Valentine's Day that can be hard. Like if you're in a relationship that like, this isn't, you know, I'm just kind of postulating, um, like mm-hmm. if you're in a relationship that you're not happy in or mm, like right. you want to be in it, but the other person's kind of, you can sense that they're sort of checking mm-hmm. out. And mm-hmm. like, you know, those kinds of things. And like, so then Valentine's Day becomes even extra painful totally. because you're like, we, I'm in a relationship. It should be a happy day where we like, you know, share like some experience of our love for each other, but actually it's just awful. So then there's, there's that yeah. possibility. And then even sure. I was thinking like in, in marriage, like where mm-hmm. you're exhausted, you're tired or like, I don't know, like whatever the season of marriage is that you're in, that it may not be a day that you can actually honor and enjoy for one reason or another. 
Um, or even if, you know, if you've experienced tragedy in your life and you've lost someone that you were in a yeah. relationship with, oh my gosh. so many things that yeah. it could be a really, really hard day for a lot of people for many different reasons. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, I was yeah. thinking exactly that. Like I was thinking exactly that, um, like what it looks like when, when you're in a relationship that's going through a rocky time and mm-hmm. like how kind of how kind of inauthentic it is just to throw flowers and candy at that. Mm-hmm. Like, and even like yeah. in my relationship with the Lord, like even thinking about that and thinking about drawing closer to him, there's a part of that that actually freaks me out a lot because mm-hmm. he is a crucified Lord. Like, mm-hmm. because I know that drawing closer to him just as much as it's going to contain joy, it's also going to contain purification and pain and like, right. Like it's, yeah. that's, mm-hmm. that is, that's it. Yeah. And it's the same, even in relationships it's that, the same, I was gonna right? say, yeah. yeah, like growing yeah. in a relationship with another person is going to contain all of those things. Totally. But again, it's like this question of like, what, what is love and not saying that, yeah. you know, flowers and like mm-hmm. not saying that doing something that, you know, your spouse loves, like if they love a particular thing and you want to give them that thing or do that thing for them, like, that's obviously not bad, but mm-hmm. right, right, um, right. but it's like yeah. you the actions on the outside, if they're not supported by an internal um, stance of the heart that yeah. is aligned with those actions is like, mm-hmm. I feel like that's really, that could be really that's even more painful. Yeah, Totally, totally, Erin. You know what? I'm making me think of, uh, there's a beautiful book by Sheldon, I think Sheldon Van Aken is the name. It was a friend of C.S. Lewis. And he mm-hmm. writes the story of, of how he met his wife and they got married and their story and, and sort of tragedy in there. And there's this line in it and he often talks about, he was, it's just like the highs and the lows and, you know, speaking about like these, this glorious beauty in the relationship and then sometimes the tremendously painful thing and that when you love, you get to experience both. Like you're saying, Aaron, you know, in like relationship with Christ, like there's the crucifixion and there's the resurrection and it's mm-hmm. both, you know, and I think that, you know, any re- real relationship is going to have these major highs and major lows and uh, depending on where you're at on the Valentine's day can be somewhere in the middle or wherever. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 It can be a time of consolation mm-hmm. or desolation. Uh, yeah. Or both in a way, like, you know, like you're in your, you have the consolation of knowing your vocation, for example, Aaron, but then you can still have the kind of experience that one experience, like, cause you did have that. You were talking about how, like, it's really awesome to know, like, this is this, I'm in it. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's done mm-hmm. in a way, like we're in this. But then there is the desolation of like disappointed expectations or whatever it might yeah. be that can happen. Um, but I was also thinking about um, that that we really have gotten to the substance then, you know, like the, the idea that Valentine's Day, like it is cool to have a day where you 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 reflect on love and like who you love and how you love them. And if you, if we can do that in a really deep way, then actually it could be such a fantastic, like part of our, you know, the year, like totally. such a fantastic sort of season or day, because I do think, I mean, you know, even the church in, in her wisdom, like we have liturgical seasons, we have times and, and celebrations and, you know, designating time for something, like you said, Nicole is very impactful yeah, and, and, and totally. powerful. And yep. so it can be a very, very real and like, um, you know, uh, m- not real in like a, a, a cultured kind of perfect artifice way, but real in like, yeah, let's get mm-hmm. to the nitty gritty of something. Yeah. yeah. Of loving someone. And maybe think of the five love languages, you know, like, mm-hmm. yeah. like, you know, you know, that idea. And I was like, 
I feel like that's a small example of how people try in relationships of various kinds to like love in the nitty gritty, you know, like totally, which is kind of cool. Well, even on that note, it just (laughs) made me think of this. Uh, I know a couple who, well, so they're, uh, they're not together anymore, but I guess that's okay. Wait, I'm going to restart the story and edit it because it will kill it really terribly. Okay. Um, I know somebody who was in a relationship and she, uh, her, her boyfriend broke up with her, I think the day before Valentine's day or on Valentine's day or something like that. And I, you know, I don't know all the circumstances around, um, around the breakup, but you know, now they're both happily married to other people. And I thought, you know what, I wonder if a part of it is this, like, the guy, maybe he just was like doing a little bit of soul searching and realizing like he couldn't, like he didn't love her in or, or whatever it was. Like there was a bit, if you mm-hmm. really look at the love and realizing like, oh, this is like, this is not where I'm supposed to be. And so there's a bit of, I think there's some integrity to kind of say, you know what, before we go through the motions of this, like this is mm-hmm. obviously, you know, in, in the context of a dating relationship, like to, to not to not be willing to lie in love and, and rather like let somebody mm. go. And even though I'm, you know, probably tremendously painful, but in the end, you know, they're, they're good, for both, happy. good yeah, for both of them. Good for both of them. Right. Yeah, so yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It always kind of, that story is always kind of stuck with me. Like, Oh my gosh, that's like the worst Valentine's day, but also, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. So this yeah. is in like, a weird way. this is a good yeah. question then. So what makes, um, like what is a good kind of memory that you have about Valentine's Day or something yeah. like how do you approach it when you're having these mm-hmm. conflicting kind of experiences or you know in your own life like what's what's been helpful yeah I mean I can there's a couple a couple times a couple things I remember one is I think I was in university or something and I was single. All my friends were single. And so we just decided, okay, we're going to have a big, you know, Galentine's uh, dinner. And so on Valentine's day, I think there were like about a dozen of us and we like dressed up really beautifully and made a beautiful dinner. And we just like had a girl's night and it was, it was great, you know, and um, it kind of was, was, it was fun, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. So I think there's like things like that of like, of, of, uh, yeah, just like, okay, well, what can I do here? You know, what can I celebrate? What what are the loves and the friendships in my life that I can celebrate? Hmm. Um, and I never another memory I have of a Valentine's Day where I was I was single and I was traveling home on Valentine's Day. And like the way my flights worked out, I was basically in the airport all day on Valentine's Day, and that was just by myself, you know. And I remember first just feeling like, ah, oh, well, not only am I single and alone, but I'm single and alone, like in an airport where yeah. like, no one cares, you right. know, like I'm not even with family or something. Yeah. And so I just decided, I was like, okay, well, Jesus, you're going to take me out to to lunch here, whatever dinner, whatever it was. So I just found like a nicer restaurant and I ordered a nice uh, food for myself and I enjoyed it. And I just was like, that's my that was my Valentine's day. And I actually like, it was kind of nice. That's I didn't cute. Mind it, you know? Yeah. 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 I love yeah. that. That's so yeah. 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 I think, um, to be honest, one of the ways that I celebrate Valentine's day is going and getting all the chocolate 50% <laughs> off or yeah. the next day, you know, like, Oh that's a yeah. Legit thing. It's like the that same with kind of Easter thing. or like Christmas stuff afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you mm-hmm. know, but that's a, yeah, I, I think, I think for me, it's been helpful kind of, even as I moved through the through like the whole time of not knowing vocation and then Mm -hmm. even in you know this vocation and things being like different in some ways and I kind of 
expected in my idyllic scenario Mm. mind of, you know, what it would be is like remembering the times that existed outside the time of Valentine's Day that are representative of what I wish was happening on Valentine's Day, Mm. if that makes sense. You know, Mm. like, Mm -hmm. because I know there have been times when the Lord has like romanced me or like these, like we talk about God winks every week, you know, like I, there's these times all the time, you know? And, um, yeah, so that's been, that's, I think been helpful. And even the, like trying to remind myself that like St. Teresa, the lines from in her bravery, you know, that poem that's like, um, God attains to all things. She whom God possesses lacks for nothing. Like, mm-hmm. like, you know, pa- like it's basically patience. It's basically like a call to patience and to yeah. endurance and those kind of things. So it's even, even like a, that's helpful for me to remember too, is that, is that my life with God is not just like one instance of anything, mm-hmm. Yeah, but, or totally. even like with a person or with vocation or whatever, but mm-hmm. it's like, it's okay to be in a time that's painful and to, to just mm-hmm. know and to trust that there will be other times when it's not as painful and then it goes up and right. down and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. And I think it gets like the, you know, like Ignatian spirituality, when you're in a time of desolation, you remember the consolation. And I think it's a very similar kind of thing that you're saying to yeah. just remembering that to remember, oh yeah, no, I'm where I'm supposed to be. This is yeah. where God has led me. Um, yeah. Right now it's painful, but I'm just like, like remembering mm-hmm. those times of consolation. The truth. Yeah. yeah. Remembering the, tr- like, yeah. the truth. Yeah. 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 Totally. Yeah, I think yeah, for me, I'm just trying to think like, oh man, being a, I think being a single person on Valentine's Day is such a, we've talked about this all this episode, but it's such a varied experience. So like yeah. different things are helpful to different people. And for me, I think if it's a speci- like a year where it's particularly painful, I, I talk about it all the time too. Like, I just feel like I need to be honest. You know, I mm-hmm. kind of like, I'm not, I'm somebody who wants to be cheerful. So my natural disposition is like, I'm going to watch a murder mystery or something and just like have fun (laughs) and then distract myself from how awful I feel, which is not bad. Like, I think there's definitely room for that. And and we should do that sometimes. But I, I've also recognized more recently, like, okay, if this hurts, like I need to maybe sit with that and like, look at it and be like, okay. And maybe talk to dialogue with the Lord about the fact that it's painful and why it's painful, especially if you're single and still discerning a vocation, like if you've mm-hmm. sort of like discern, like the Lord's calling you to live in that state for various reasons, then, yeah. you, you know, maybe you're fine. But if you're still discerning, I think it helps your discernment process a lot to just be very, very on, like brutally honest with totally. yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's totally. really, I think sometimes it's the hardest thing to do is to be brutally honest with myself because it's more painful. Like yeah. I can shove the pain away when I'm, when I'm, distracted or not like lying to myself in a way, but if I'm brutally honest, the pain comes like right up in front of my face, you know, but then I can give it to the Lord. And then I can like, then we, we get to work a little bit on who I am and like what Mm -hmm. he wants me to do and what next step he wants me to take or whatever. Um, and the other thing that I thought of was like, just to what you said, Aaron, like recognize that, yeah, this is a hard day. And maybe, you know, but it's one, but it is one day. Like it's, it's okay. Like I don't, and sometimes I think being single, you sort of feel like, uh, 
like a jellyfish in like a field or something. You're like, there's, I'm not supposed to like. That's an awesome image. (laughs) Like I really want to say like two things that really don't, because you look around and you're like, what is, like, you just feel like you stand out, even though you don't, Mm. no one knows you're single, but Mm. like, except for the people around you, but you even feel like people feel sorry for you who Mm -hmm. are like in your your family and your relationships and friendships. They're like, oh no, like it's a sad, like, you know what Mm. I mean? And so you're just like, you're kind of, you also have this experience of like other people and how they see you that day, you know, even though they're not paying attention to you at all because they're actually like worrying about their Valentine's day and what they've got to, you know, what they've got going on that day. But I think that experience is real for a lot of single people. And I think it's important just to remember like, okay, no, it's, it's a day that, that you can think about differently in your life. And you know, you're not out of place. You're just in a different place than a lot of people are. And that's okay. And like, Mm -hmm. you need to sort of, you need to sort of like be present to where you actually are. Totally. Even just the knowledge that the Lord uses everything like Romans 8, 28. That's like my favorite scripture passage (laughs) because, you know, um, God works all things for the good for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. Like God works in all things, you know? So mm-hmm. even, even the hope that in facing pain or like in having something kind of be like put right in front of you, you know, like this is your issue, this is your pain, <laughs> yeah. you know, like even uh-huh. having that put right in front of you that, that there's hope in that somehow that the Lord doesn't bring things to our attention in order to break us. He brings things to our attention in order to heal us. Absolutely. You know, and to bring us so much. Right. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And I would say to sort of emphasize that point that that has been my experience, like Mm -hmm. in, in being honest, the brutal honesty is recommended on my part because it's actually really good. Like it's not something I don't recommend wallowing. That's not what I'm saying, but I, I recommend just, being real with, with God and yourself about yeah. where you're yeah. at and yeah. cause that'll help you move and yeah. you know, move forward. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes I really that. sharing that with other people, like being brutally oh, honest. Yeah. And then if you're able to share that brutal oh, honesty with another person <laughs> is mm-hmm. like, there's some accountability in that for, for yeah. keeping yourself from wallowing, you know, cause yeah, uh, for sure. For me, that's like totally, yeah. like if I keep it bottled up inside or I don't mm. have somebody to talk to or something like that. It's way easier to get into a place where, where I'm just like wallowing, like caught mm-hmm. in it. But if I bring it and share it with other people, then it's way easier totally. for them to be like, either knock it off or usually not that, but usually like <laughs> validate the pain, encourage me, pray for me, accompany you know, you in it a accompany bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 That is such, I'm going to take that because I'm not good at that. Sometimes like I don't proactively, like if opportunities come to sure. share, obviously I'm sharing right now, like I mm-hmm. can share, but like, but yeah, choosing, choosing to be vulnerable with someone like proactively, yeah. very mm-hmm. difficult. It is hard. It is but it's, it's so good. It's such a good yeah. uh, piece of advice. Yeah. yeah. And I think too, like last, last thought I have is like, I think that, you know, what you guys are saying and especially Rachel, we are talking about just being honest with, with whatever it is you're going through. Um, and then just admitting, okay, like this, this is what I'm feeling today and bringing that to the Lord and, you know, Aaron, maybe like letting someone in on that so that you're not just sort of having a, a pity party by yourself. Yeah. And I think that sometimes, you know, and, and this, and then, you know, once you bring stuff to the Lord, he, I think that he, you can have a, you might have a sense or you'll know what you need to do next. Right. But one of the things that I, I think about too, and maybe this is for myself is like, 
like thinking about, okay, well, who can I love on this day? Not mm-hmm. like, like, yeah. yeah, lament the loss. Like that's something that you're missing. Like, absolutely. But then don't stay there. Like think about who, like, who am I called to love? Is it whoever, you know, in my life, um, yeah. family, friends, others, mm-hmm. like, and, and do an action of love for someone else. I think that's also really helpful for getting us out of our own heads sometimes, yeah. you know? Yeah. And actually, and if there isn't, I'm just anticipating a situation where you're like literally surrounded by, I don't know, maybe you're on a vacation somewhere with all your friends and they're all coupled up and it's just you and them. And you're like, I don't have internet, so yeah. I can't talk to my parents. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. not happening right now because COVID, but you know. In, also COVID, a lot of people are alone too, right? right so right. Yeah. yeah. If you can't, if there isn't somebody, there's not a human being you can concretely like love on that day. Like God, like, you know what I mean? Like, just like mm. literally, I mean, we need so much from him, but obviously just praising him and like, like telling him that we love him is something that we should do. Mm. And, and probably don't do nearly enough, you know? So Mm. maybe make that a priority that day to just actually like be like express your gratitude to the Lord for his love and like tell him that you love him, you know? I think that can be really helpful too. And because it's also, it's also true that like there might be people who are listening who are just starting in on a life of prayer and what that looks like. Mm. And so like even having that dialogue with the Lord that, that we talk about, um, like yeah. that might not be where, like if you're listening and that's not where you're at, yeah, then, <laughs> or if you're in time of desolation and you're not like, you really are not feeling anything from the Lord, you know, then even just yeah. that kind of conscious act of like trying to love other people, like doing something to love another person, um, is like really beautiful. But then also exactly what you're saying, Rachel is like, even vocalizing, like, I love you, God, help me to love you more. Help me to hear Mm -hmm. your voice. Like Mm -hmm. even just vocalizing that is Mm -hmm. like something. It's like something, you know? Totally. Totally. Yeah, Yeah, I love that. And just asking the Lord to show like, God, show me you love me today. Like just (laughs) remind me that I'm loved in some way, you know? And being not afraid to boldly ask that and expect that. God, I don't like, you know, there's that scripture that I always am like, oh yeah, that's, that's, that's hopeful. Or the Lord's like how I, um, uh, I I would not, or I don't, I'm paraphrasing, terribly here but the <laughs> god will not um like withhold the holy spirit from us if we ask yes, like, God's like right. you know yes. so when we're yeah. asking for him to to show us his love i think i don't think he can resist that i don't know no what I parent agree. could i don't know yeah yeah no it's yeah. true Love that. Man, ladies. Sorry, I have to stop <laughs> saying that to you. Man, Man ladies. ladies. <laughs> um, so uh, let us, on that note, move into our Godwinks, shall we? And mm-hmm. I'm going to uh, mm-hmm. turn it over to you first, Rach. What your, what's your Godwink? Yeah, I got a good one. So talking about being single on Valentine's Day, and I have, you know, I have a few single friends also. Um, and one, one year we were like, we hadn't seen each other. It was like a mixed group of people, guys and girls. And we hadn't seen each other in a while. And we were like, oh, let's hang out. Like, um, you know, it was February. We're like, let's go for dinner. And like, what about Thursday? Yeah, Thursday works. Like Thursday's great. Thursday shows up. We go out to dinner and I realize as I'm driving, oh, it's Valentine's Day. <laughs> and not one of us realized that we had set a dinner date for, there's three of us, one guy and um, two of us were girls. And we were like, there's basically like a little, like a three person date on Valentine's That's Day. So we funny. had no idea because we were just so single that it literally was Thursday. We're like, yeah, Thursday works. That's great. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then I was like, wait, this is Valentine's Day. That's so funny. Uh, but it was That's so, amazing. it was actually such a God wing for me too, because I didn't feel sad or anything that day. I just, it was mm-hmm. Thursday. And then I actually did have like an awesome experience of like just friendship and really great food. We had Korean mm-hmm. food in Toronto. It was amazing. And 
I love food, which is like, you know, so I just, I did feel loved by the Lord a lot in That's that when great. I was driving home, I was like, great Valentine's That's Day. That's awesome. Yeah. Nice. That is wonderful. Sweet. How about you, Nicole? Yeah. Well, mine's, mine is just one from this week. Um, I just had a lot of stuff on my plate this week, school-wise. And, uh, and then I had, I had an appointment on Friday, kind of had to go and bus there. And then I came back and then I finally got to, to my lab and sat down and was just kind of tired. And, and I looked in, on my, uh, my desk and there was this little note and a few little of those, um, like spa face masks. Now when I say face mask, I think of like a COVID face mask, but right, yeah, like yeah, a yeah. spa kind, you know? Yep. Um, and like a really lovely uh, hairband. And it was just a note from, from a colleague of mine who I, I had lent a textbook and she was just like thanking me for that, which was totally unexpected and not, you know, like not necessary, but it just, and, and like a really encouraging note as well. Oh. It was just kind of like, I don't know, it was just what I needed to just brighten my day and um, that's awesome. super cute. So yeah, it was lovely. That's, that's lovely. Awesome. That. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, mine is from this last week as well. It's actually from yesterday. Um, so uh, I managed to do something to my arm. So I, I hurt my rotator cuff or something like who knows anyways, but I managed to do it while I'm while I was sleeping. So that's very talented, <laughs> but the pain was really bad yesterday. So I ended up going to emergency, um, just to see what was going on. Cause it was like, it was excruciating, uh, mm-hmm. anyways, but while I was there waiting to get seen by somebody, I, I kind of realized while I was sitting there because like, I'm just going to be totally straight. I think half the people in the emergency room were like on the very quirky side of life. Um, and so that like, (laughs) you know, I'm sure you're understanding what I mean by saying that, but like, like the conversations that were happening were just mind blowing around me. And there was Mm -hmm. like, it was very clear in that moment, how much the call to pray for other people is necessary. And so for me, Mm -hmm. even in these last few months, vocation wise of like, um, kind of leaving work and seeing all of those kind of things. It's been, it's been this like deepening of the sense mm-hmm. of vocation that who I am in the Lord is, um, is like somebody who's called to pray and intercede. Like this is the mm-hmm. prime and prime part of my vocation. Mm-hmm. And so it was like in that little moment of like, I'm praying a rosary, I'm sitting in the emergency room. I am praying for all of the workers who are working here. I'm seeing them in their like full COVID get up, you know, and how right. hard that must be every day. And then these people who are like very interesting characters, you know, of like all of like, there's just so much brokenness and woundedness and need in there. And I'm like right in the middle of it. And it was yeah. like an affirmation of this vocation and who I am the Lord. And I was like mm. really grateful for that. Mm. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's so beautiful. Yeah. yeah it was That's so a beautiful. Good intense. For the yeah. Week, right? yeah. I know. Yeah. Good job, like, God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's like uh you know Aaron you're talking about getting injured in your sleep do you remember like the Jacob wrestles with the angel like the old testament (gasps) and and the angel like hip out of joint yeah because like isn't that also in like some sort of sleep state I don't know maybe you were wrestling with angels yesterday yeah and you just don't remember it it's funny because it was actually a waking up because I was in Toronto for this medical appointment and the bed was just awful in the place that I was staying in so um but but it could be it could be an an angel I think that's a great yeah, yeah. interpretation I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I also suggested to Erin uh when you know when we were when she was 
messaging us in our little group chat yeah. and uh, uh I was saying oh no I think I texted you and, and I was like well maybe you're just learning to biolocate but you're yes. like not that good ah, at it yet and you just like really something you know in your exactly. sleep yeah like driver's exactly. ed it's like you know yeah. the, your first exactly. couple lessons out it's yeah, just exactly it's yeah 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 just everybody. getting the hang of it you know yeah so, yeah you'll yeah. get there it's okay exactly. <laughs> good. That's good. I, love that. I also want to mention we're so obviously we're recording this before valentine's day mm-hmm. so it's still january mm-hmm. but today is my parents it's funny because it's valentine's day episode but it's my parents wedding anniversary 33 Aww, years that's so Jesus wow. year wedding anniversary that's, <laughs> i don't know if that's, that's a thing so but beautiful. i just made it a thing okay that's I very know. cute i'm just looking like on the dates now to see because the 14th is a sunday so mm. which means that the 12th um the 12th is uh, the day that we would be praying our Divine Mercy Chaplet on the Friday. So right. we can, on that Friday, we can be sure to pray for everybody in a special way who is experiencing um, yes. any kind of pain. Singles awareness. And That's right. Yeah. Singles Other, awareness day. That's, any or side effects of sad. That's right. Side exactly. That's right. Seasonal affective disorder or, or singles exactly, exactly. Both. Singles both. awareness day. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. Well, how, you know what? On that note though. Yeah. I hope everybody who celebrates it however you celebrate it you have a very blessed and happy yeah, valentine's right. day like yeah. we don't want to crap on it totally no. it's exactly you know so and also we love you guys like thank yes. you so much for listening it's such like i don't know yeah. when i see oh, we yeah. look at our little numbers and we realize oh we have these people who are are joining in our conversation um oh. you know and listening and and, yeah. and inter- interacting with us on social media like it's just I don't know. I feel very loved by that. So thank oh, you. Definitely. Yes, thank you. Yeah. You guys are wonderful. <laughs> yes. We do. Okay. We sorry. Really I'm tired you. too. But we yes. should <laughs> say that. That's right. It's, no, it's oh, true. Valentine's yeah, Day episode. We love pray you, for you I pray for you yeah. every day. Yeah, we really um, do. We really yeah. do. For everybody who's that's listening right. and everybody who needs to listen. If there's something particular that, like, that's also <laughs> a, a, I guess a request. If there's, if there's like something in this episode mm. or another episode that you think would be helpful for somebody to hear, then feel free to forward it to them. Cause yeah. that's the, mm-hmm. the hope. That's is our that, hope. Yeah. Yeah. Is that yeah. the things that Oops. come out of our mouths would not be just <laughs> meaningless crap, but rather <laughs> something that can bless your life. Amen. Uh, and if you feel like a jellyfish in a field, that's you're right. Not alone. <laughs> that's right. That's right. God is there uh, with you. He yeah, is a right. mm-hmm. unicorn with us. <laughs> I don't know. We, we can need to edit that part out. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Early. God bless you guys. God bless you. Happy and Valentine's Day. Happy, Happy Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. 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 Thank you for joining us for this episode of In the Thicket. If you like what you hear, give us a rating and hit that subscribe button. We have new episodes every Monday with more stories and honest conversations about life when the going gets rough and the hope and humor amidst it all. We'd love for you to join our community on Instagram and Facebook at In the Thicket Podcast. While you're there, let us know how we can pray for you. God bless and see you next week.